I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. Our Heart Conditions A handful of people I know and love were recently hospitalized with heart problems. Did you know I have a heart problem too? And so do you. But it's not necessarily the kind that will land you in the hospital. Actually, it's got nothing to do with your physical ticker. I'm talking about the heart referred to in the Bible, the soft center of your soul. All of us have hearts that are by nature mired in sin and selfish ambition. And when these heart conditions get a foothold in our lives, it can wreak havoc with your overall spiritual health. And like the dead, wayward brambles in the garden, you might not notice this dead weight right away. The most important step in improving your heart health involves admitting your impediments. We must go before God and repent of our wrongdoing and selfishness. When we humble ourselves and submit to this process, God can equip us to face our heart problems head-on and to recognize our underlying condition. Only then do we have hopes of healing. As is the case with any potential condition, we can watch out for symptoms. I love how author and pastor Rick Warren laid out a list of predisposed heart conditions. Here is his symptom and diagnosis list. Somebody with a negative tongue is revealing a fearful heart. Somebody with a critical tongue is revealing a bitter heart. Somebody with a boastful tongue reveals an insecure heart. Somebody with a judgmental tongue reveals a guilty heart. But somebody with an encouraging tongue has a happy heart. It's true that our hearts say more about us than we realize. In Proverbs 27:19, we read, As the water reflects the face, so the heart reflects the true man. And when it comes to heart health, we must consult the ultimate authority. We can't rely on health hunches or self-diagnosis. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all ways submit to Him, and He will make your paths straight. And that's from Proverbs 3, 5-6. Join me in becoming more heart-healthy. Let's set our intention to walk more closely with Him, engaging in the deep heart-to-heart talk that will improve the parental bond we desire most with our loving Father God. I'd like to read an excerpt from my first book, The Side Door, Distance from God, Between Your Head and Heart. You've probably heard before that the distance between your mind and your heart is infinitely longer than the 12 inches or so that it actually measures. Our mind knows not to reach for that chocolate bar, but our heart aches with longing and leaves the mind's reasoning in the dust. But when it comes to matters of God, this distance can be disastrous. The God-shaped hole in everyone's heart is not always sensibly cared for by the mind, and sometimes our mind even creates a barrier. There is a reason why, in Colossians 3.2, we read that we are to set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. Self-help books, and even some misguided theologians, are filled with suggestions that everything we need to achieve divine peace is within us. When we trust in our own decision-making or let our feelings and thoughts wander, we are not inclined to drift to God. We can't expect our boats to float to their destinations. We must follow a map. Or, one step farther, we must follow the course of the map's cartographer. We didn't make the map. We aren't the cartographers. We are the travelers. Fortunately, 
our cartographer Jesus Christ has laid out each journey for those whose names are written in his glorious book of life. Though no two journeys will look alike, he does supply tools and blueprints for how we can all build and prepare our inner temples to fully receive him. As we set our minds on things above, we immerse ourselves in his word, surround ourselves with his people, and reduce our focus on the things of this world. You've probably heard that saying that if you feel far away from God, guess who moved? The antidote for feeling distance from God is to modify your schedule to maximize your time, exposure, and even your goals to reflect your love and devotion. Just saying you believe in God does not make you a Christ follower. One look at a person's calendar can tell a casual observer what is important to that person in an instant. Next, we remind ourselves of our divine objective, seeking God unceasingly. Proverbs 18.17 says, A heart who seeks God finds Him. You might read this and think of a friend or relative who seems to be seeking something that continues to elude them. We all have a hole inside of us that we try to fill with a variety of things. In reality, God designed us with a soul designed to be filled with His love. Those who don't have a relationship with Jesus tend to fill this hole with everything but the one true God. But we don't casually gravitate toward holiness any more than we're inclined to stumble onto God. The path to seeking God requires direction. Such a desire must be properly guided, perhaps by another Christian, and certainly by the Holy Spirit's divine intervention. This is precisely why we need to keep all seekers continually on our radar so we can help guide them in their life journeys, always pointing them to the one who gave us our hope, and even asking God to continually renew, redirect, and prevent the heart-to-mind distance from wreaking havoc in our spiritual journeys. And the keys to kingdom living are, keep your mind and heart God-focused as you cling to Him and give glory to God in your devotion and by example to others. And the doorpost is, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 7. Thank you for tuning in today to His GPS for your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her first two books in her Plan Door Devotion Trilogy are available on Amazon. Her bi-monthly blogs can be found at cindyyorks.com.